0: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to Breakfast of Champions. Here with Head Coach Brandon Mendes and myself, Matt Trehan. Coach Mendes. Good morning. How are we doing?
1: Better now after those brief technology issues we were just having.
0: Well, I've been there, <clears throat> done that. We, you know, hey, listen. Sometimes it works great. Sometimes, you know, they they need to be reformatted, cleaned up. Who knows? You know, these computers are uh, are obsolete as far as I'm concerned. Adapt and overcome. Adapt and That's it. I like the positivity. I like the positivity yeah, coach before we get rocking and rolling. Super excited. As you can see, we've got two supporters. Um, first and foremost, if you need a guy, we have a guy. He is the best guy. Catman sports in for You need something. Reach out to Ruska Turley at 508 16 The Catman on Route 6. If you're looking for help fundraising for your teams at school, look no further. Gold Athletics is the premium fundraising company that will meet all of your needs. Gold Athletics has all different kinds of fundraisers. Don't just take our word for it. Ask anyone who's used Gold Athletics. Gold Athletics, the only way to fundraise. Well, that being said, two of the best, two great companies. Um, you know, We've had some involvement with both of them for an extended period of time again my my mantra is surround yourself with good people we're surrounded by some of the best
1: uh can't say enough about cat and of course about our guy Matt Ross over at Gold yep. athletics and work with Matt Ross double digit years now you know
0: yep yep he's uh he, he is very good at what he does there's there's sure. no, you know no other way around it so hey uh I like your hat, so you nice, I, hat? You I, got and there's hats.
1: islands on that hat too.
0: There are islands on this hat. It's funny you mentioned Matt Ross because this is a this is an MSS ADA special courtesy of Matt Ross and Gold Athletics. The the uh the executive board got some Masada lids. Uh nice. very, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I think you nice. like it. It's got the elastic fit, feels good, you know, got a nice logo on the front. You know, and then of course our our boy Cat, you know, taking good care of us. That's an oldie but a goodie. It'll look great on a yeah. hoodie at some point, too, you know. Oh, oldie but a goodie looking good on a hoodie. I see what you did there. All right, yeah. spitting some verbiage. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Oh, you're yeah. coming in hot this morning, yeah. coach. Man, oh it's gonna be man. This, it's
1: gonna be the full city connect gear, you know.
0: Oh yeah, you, hey, you're listen, just rocking it. Socks of
1: five and zero oh wearing this stuff this year, and eleven and two listen. since it first came out. So
0: hey, listen, stay we're hot. Gonna, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about it. We are definitely gonna talk. Um, yeah, so listen. Right off the rip here uh the, we're in the early stages here of uh of summer yeah that was yeah. That, that was the that was the ring the ring doorbell i'm sure jack nice is that what
1: that was i do no oh. not a
0: wind chime it's the the, the ring doorbell that's the uh, ring doorbell yes yep yep so anywho uh we're in the early stages of the summer uh i i will be the first to tell you that monday starts to diet. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to get back on the horse Monday. All right, everything everything good starts on a Monday. Yep, you got it. Um, let's talk about breakfast. Let's talk about breakfast. How was it this morning? Well, there was no breakfast this morning. I
1: they, I slept until the last possible minute, giving me just enough time to take a shower, make a nice cup of coffee, and have 15 minutes of technology issues with my computer.
0: I love it. I love it. I, I love the. I love the fact that, yeah, listen, I love the fact that you slept late. I would have done the same if I could. Um, but I've got a young man in the house who, you know, finds it important to get us up early on the weekend. So, you know, 730 came and went. And then before you know it, I'm staring at the ceiling and going, yep, going to have a cup of coffee. So I've been up for a little while. I would love nothing more than to enjoy my summer in bed till eight o'clock every morning. You know, 830 would be great. It, it is what it is. I'm, you know, well, who needs sleep? You know,
1: uh, that'll that'll change soon. I hope those so. Teenage years hit you hard and fast. You'll be for God's sake! I hope so. Two o'clock in the afternoon soon.
0: <laughs> I remember those days. <clears throat> those are those are the best days. You know, getting yep. that extra sleep was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and then you and then the real world hits, and you get a job, and that's over for good. Oh, you know, so so you know, I, I want to talk a little bit. You know, you've got you know quite the collection, and I'm an avid reader as well. So you and I, you know, I, you know, you and I talked about um, a book, book club, um, you know, this summer and whatnot. And you happen to have, you know, a couple of books that I'm interested in, in borrowing from you, and I'll certainly share some Doctor Seuss with you as well.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, there's a, a few yeah. up here that I I, I enjoy. I have yeah. to I have to freewarn you though. Every book I read that it's my own. Yeah. There's stuff written in it and notes and annotations and underlines. Oh so. yeah. Yep. I'm a, yep. I'm an idea. And then I go back and I flip through the book and I look at so my ideas notes. and then it leads me back to the reading.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, listen, I, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you own the book, you why not write in it? Right. right. I right. mean, like, I, I, I don't blame you. Um, I take notes. I kind of stick them in a file. Um, you know, I see things I like and I go, Oh yeah, you know, I want to use that. I want to try something. I want to, I want to do that. Um, and really, it's more of like, you know, I'll grab the title, and I'll just put it there and say, hey, this is a little nugget that I grabbed. And, you know, it, it, it's good. I mean, I won't share with you the coloring books over here, because you, you don't need to – I, I, I stay in the lines. So, you know, I got some other good stuff here, though. We'll share back and forth. You know. like it.
1: I like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, Listen. I I was an avid reader back in the day. Yeah. You know, life catches up with you. You get busy and whatnot. I hadn't – read in a little bit in a little bit and I had a friend loan me a book. She said, you know, I, I know you're into the reading stuff every now and then. And uh I instantly finished that book in the course of a weekend. And then I uh, then I was hooked. And the following weekend I was at Barnes and Noble, picked up a couple books. Yep. Picked up Dylan's summer reading book while I was at it. And off we nice. go. Now I'm like, I love that free time. You know, if I get an hour when I come home from work, sit outside, read. You know, and I think Last weekend, I was playing Taxi for Dylan, which is, you know, (laughs) speak about those teenage years. Um, And in between stop one, two, and three, I had a couple hours to kill. I went, sat down at Fort Phoenix, popped up a chair in the sand, read for a few hours, worked on this tan. (laughs) You know,
0: outstanding. That's why I'm wearing white. That's why I'm wearing white. I wouldn't wear this unless I had the tan. You know what I mean? I understand. I understand. Brings out the color. But, you know, I, I, you know, so I'll I'll tell you, uh, I was never an avid reader. Uh, avoid avoided reading uh, much of my childhood. And then, you know, for me, it's more of like, it has to be of interest. It can't be forced fed. Right. So I'll read, I'll read now uh, based on my interest, but I didn't, I I never particularly cared for, you know, catcher in the rye, uh, you know, stuff like that, that they, they would, they would, would, you know, you'd get forced to read because, you know, again, it makes you well-rounded and whatnot. But um, you know, for me, you know, I must've read Bono's bow back, you know, back and forward, probably three times over um you know just stuff like you know obviously sports related and you know uh, motivational and you know not you know not allowing other f- people to affect your life stuff like that you know so all good stuff we'll share this summer we'll share and you know what hey we'll, we'll do a little book review here too you never know you know you never I, know
1: uh, yeah I'm, I'm big on the nonfiction. fiction i same idea yep i like some of that like i like i like the psychology of the mind type of stuff you know
0: yep yep
1: you know thank you for arguing the American, you know, the coddling of the American mind.
0: Yeah. You know, keeping the faith, the power of habit, those types of things, you know. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, so if you're, you know, if you're, if you're into getting into some really good reading, um, you know, my father is uh, an avid reader, so much so that, you know, you go in his living room and the couch is here and there's bookcases yeah. around the whole you know that. i mean like it's he's got like american history he's got you know all of the stuff that you just referenced i mean if there's a book he's probably got it
1: yeah oh, he right. says it's not
0: it's not an addiction when it comes to reading so I,
1: hey man i i may have to chat with him sometime
0: oh you you know? Know, yeah yeah pretty smart guy how,
1: how do you think he would uh although my favorite book the toss it's oh. about it's double wing it's two tight double wing football there you go Oh, yeah. There's the Bible oh, well. if you are <laughs> anyone who you know wants to wants to know where we run our offense from. There's the Bible. But,
0: there it oh, yeah. Secrets out. There it is. The yeah, secret it's... is out. Shout well, out
1: to Dan not for recommending that book to me.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's he, he's the man. He's yes. the man. So yesterday spent quite a bit of time on the baseball field. And I want to talk to you about Dylan a little bit too. Mm. Doubleheader. We didn't get home until 10 o'clock last night. A uh, lot of baseball, a lot of baseball. Um, you know, it was great. Uh, got to, get to put some kids in some different positions. You know, saw some kids that don't typically pitch, and they and they pitched well. Um, you know, and, and again, that venue, Little Fenway, they do such a great job over there. It's it, it's a must-have. You know, if you get a chance to go over there and check it out, I think they do a great job. they have actually got the two Little Fenways now, smaller field and the bigger field. Um, but what a great night of baseball, just a long Long, long evening, you know. So it's uh I i wanna say in that game, and I think you know this, that you know, you gotta show up and you gotta show up right away because if you don't show up in the first inning, you you you're chasing your tail, you know. So it's it, you know, twelve innings of baseball is that's that's a lot of baseball. That
1: is a lot of baseball for 10, 10 to 11 year olds, whatever. Yeah, it's a lot
0: of baseball. Yeah, oh, that you, that that's you a lot of baseball me,
1: for an adult. Who are you kidding?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, you said, um, you had referenced to me the other day that uh, that Dylan had a game played really well the other night. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, he, he had a good week. He, uh, he was Like he likes to call, he was in a slump.
0: He yeah. Went two games without really
1: having significant hits or anything. Um, played great in the field. He actually pitched 100 pitches the other night. They oh, needed him in a jam. Yeah, they needed him in a jam. They're out a couple guys, whatever. Filled in had a great start. And then uh Friday night, Thursday night, just he was no longer in his slump. And he was all, you know, he was excited about it. Four RBIs, you know, three or four yeah. hits, just you know, mowing them down. He uh but it's exciting. He 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 gets it that you know good hitters just keep hitting. It's all you can yep. do when you get in a slump. You can't overthink. Um you know, we're just working on the the, the getting the ready for getting ready for high school sports type of thing you
0: know yep trying to trying
1: to turn that mindset up a little bit and he's on a on a team with a lot of older guys so the majority of them all play in high school or whatever so it's a good good
0: environment good
1: team coaches yep. are, are great we have a great time and uh you know we're getting some wins so it's all good yep
0: yeah that's awesome that's all you know and, and you can't underscore enough like you know, I look at Hudson, he's on a couple of teams, and both teams great coaches, and the kids are awesome, right? So that makes all the difference in the world because it's not, oh, he plays my position, and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, you don't you don't listen to any of that, right? They're just they're supportive of one another. Coach moves them around, you play your play position, you work hard, and, and and you go from there. But I, I do appreciate the all-star coach because I will say this, and you know, you and I both know him well. Uh Chris does a nice job in the fact that I know they're 11 years old, but he's challenging them to take that next step and hustle on and off the field. You know, you don't get upset about striking out. You get back in the dugout. You know, you cheer on your team, like all of the things. Like So when you start doing that at 11 and 12 and 13, it just feeds into high school. So he's doing a great job, uh, you know, laying the groundwork for the rest of us.
1: Oh, well, good guy who gets it. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, uh, yep. that's important. Uh-huh. Same thing, you know, Dillard's yeah. coach, real, real solid guy, real great guy. You know the kids have fun, but he expects them to play hard. You know, there's no baloney. It's it's good stuff. You know, gotta yep. love that. Gotta yep. love
0: that. You know. Oh God, yeah. I mean, you can relate to that. I mean, I don't care how young you are or how old you are. There's a couple of staples that I think that uh that serve people well, right? So you know, the fact of hustle. I mean, I don't I don't care what age you are. that's that that does that's never a bad thing, right? You know, positive about your teammates. That's you know that's sports. Like that's those are the those are the inherent like rules of sports. So to not pay attention to those things I, I i would say that a coach that doesn't value that is really probably shouldn't be coaching so i appreciate him and you know instilling that in the 11 year old because it's only going to carry him through high school you know
1: well and and you know as you get up in years you know like this team for instance and this guy's an experienced coach he's been coaching you know his younger son was a heck of a player played in college yeah um we love when he's around so he can come help us out and hit, you know, do some infield for us so this old guy's can chill out. But <laughs> um, you know, it's nice that we don't have to say much. We can just positively reinforce, you know. For instance, play the other night, Dylan's playing third base, cuts off a ball coming across the infield, gets the out at first. while the shortstop just instinctively went and covered third you know, running from second over to third. We threw him out at, at, at third because the shortstop was there. We, you know, instinctively it just happened. Like these kids know this stuff, they do it, you know, so we praise the shortstop for making that heck of a play, the heads up play, oh, yeah. you know, good execution all the way around the, you know, the five to three to six double plays and a rare one. So, wow.
0: <laughs> we'll yeah. It. No, no you know. kidding. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, living that baseball life, and it's fun. I mean, listen, I get the best seat in the house. You get to be around, you know, like you. You, know, you get to be around your kid and support them, and um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it's a lot of baseball, but it's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, as my father says, you know, enjoy it because it's going to go by quick. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So a- any big plans for the weekend? No. Nothing. <laughs> no, yes. Nah, no, no. Good for you. Good for you.
1: Yeah. Well, it took a couple of vacation days, so end of the year, school year's come, shut yep. it down for four or five days, and then back to school on Tuesday. Get after it. Yep. You know, and onto the summer tests.
0: So yes. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up. So I wanted to say to you, like, I feel like, you know, you know, summer's finally here. It's only been a day or two that we've been out on summer break. Yeah. Um But it was. It was. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the word limp to the end, but it was that. That extended couple of days, you know, when you're supposed to get out on the 16th and you get out on the 23rd, those extra days definitely kind of, you know, weigh you down a little bit and shortens your summer break. Um, but I, you know, for me, I think, you know, and, being reflective in all of these things that we talk about all the time, I think it's, you know, for me, it's time to again, read a little more. Um, you know, work out a little more, eat a little bit better. It's, it's you know, what's nice about the summer, I find, is, is you're on your own clock a little bit to a degree, and you can kind of resent yourself with there. Are, you know, again, you know, with, you're still working, but there aren't as many distractions. I don't want to use the word distractions. There aren't as many, you know, uh, events and, and things and, and deadlines in the summer as there would be typically through the year, you know. So, yeah, I got to get back on that, uh, that regime, I think. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm you know
1: i'm blessed and i'm cursed that my summer doesn't to get to roll out that way you right. know i actually start to tune it up a little bit more during the summer you know uh-huh. that that winter gap when you're tuning up for basketball is my downtime you know it, right. it can slow down right. a little bit there and get ahead of a bunch um, yep. but you know in my professional job this is a time of year where you wrap up you look at yep. you know you reflect on the past year do some reporting and whatnot and then Get ready to to be better the following year. And certainly, yeah, sure. a few things I need to improve upon. Um, and then, obviously, <laughs> after Fourth of July, it's full boat football. Yeah. four four nights a week and
0: yes, you know conditioning so, and such. I don't share my notes with you. All right, for, for the for the people that are listening, you know, when, when when you have a conversation with somebody, when you when you, you know, when you work closely with somebody, it's almost like things just kind of just come together right so the next thing i wanted to talk to you 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 brought up two points which is hilarious first and foremost do you have any plans for the fourth of july right that's what i was going to ask you which you know typically for us i mean we obviously see some fireworks or whatnot uh for me we are going to try to get away for a day or two uh just to take off maybe a day trip or whatnot um how about yourself
1: ah well (laughs) teenage life here you go ready yeah Uh, dylan wants to have a, a few friends over for a little barbecue, some yard games. He knows yep. we like to have a fire out in the yard, wants we'll to have some friends over for a fire. So uh, not on the 4th, but that weekend we'll be, nice. be hosting. some will be hosting some 13- and 14-year-olds for uh,
0: some yard <laughs> games
1: and, stuff, and, a, and a little a little fire in the fire pit and such. Um,
0: nice.
1: I, which is actually pretty cool. That'll be fun. I, I got to stay out of the hair, like –
0: let me yeah, know when yeah, you need yeah. something. Otherwise, oh, let me know when
1: you're hungry. Otherwise, yeah. I'll be on that <laughs> side. You, yeah. you guys do you, you know?
0: That's it, uh, yeah.
1: And then, you know, a friend of mine usually has a nice little barbecue. He's got a nice nice little – same thing. We'll play yard games at his house oh, on the sure.
0: You know, there'll be a barbecue and such. So
1: that's about that's it. Cool. That's about yep. it, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, we're, we're going to try to, you know, get away. I you know, tomorrow, you know, tomorrow looks hot. You know, 4th of July looks yeah. like it's going to be a good – good, try to get to the beach at some point. I mean, it's been, been dying to get to the beach, but, you know, uh, 4th of July is a, I, you know, it, it's not just a date, but it's like, you know, you, you you circle that one out and then everything really kind of like you said, you know, and what I wanted to bring up next was, you know, it, it gets real. The clock starts ticking because we, you know, again, you want to enjoy it. You want to enjoy your summer, but there's still work that needs to be done. And I want to talk to you specifically about, the value of working out and getting your body ready for the fall season. And that has to take place in the summer. You can't sit around. Let's talk about the value of, you know, being with your teammates and and, and and getting your body right.
1: Yeah. I mean, in our situation, smaller school, we have so many two and three sport athletes that I think I could count on two hands, the amount of kids who out of the 60 in the football program didn't play a spring sport. You know, right. so which we like. We like that. Um, but now, you know, like I said, I give them a little I give them a week off, shut it down, get it together. then we hit the ground running after the fourth. And uh yeah, it, there's so much comes out of those summer conditionings, the seven on seven, the camps, you know, um, of course, physically, you know, again, being a smaller school, we've historically prided ourselves on being in good shape. Stuff like that makes differences in games against larger schools, teams of uh-huh. bigger kids, things like that. Where we're constantly fresh, constantly after it. Um, so that's just a that's just a mindset thing of how we, you know, our kids come in. They know they need to be prepared. They have to, because um, we hit the ground running day one. Yep. Um, but there's so much more involved, you know, camaraderie, forging bonds as a team ahead of time. Um, you know, because call a spade a spade summer weightlifting sessions and conditioning that's uh can be hot can be tough but it can be a heck of uh-huh. a lot of fun you know we try to do both right right um, we certainly do not have issues with kids working hard that's uh-huh. never an issue for us never ever ever um but to get them together and then you know to see them all right well, you know a lot of them will leave and want to go go to the y afterwards or go do something else together a lot of them and then leave the conditioning and, and go hang together do stuff together which it's ultimately where we want to end up so when they do show up in august that locker room bond is already built because when things get hard in the hard in the trenches if you will not to be so cliche about it yep. you're gonna know who's next to you and you're gonna know what's what what's going what what they're all about um so to to build that bond during the summer is huge you know just gets you so much further ahead
0: oh yeah and, and I, I think you know you know we always talk football and whatnot and, and that is of, of great value um, you know the, the camaraderie and, and, and building your team in the summer but for for the for the other athletes out there the student athletes you know if you're working out individually or you know maybe you, you know you grab a teammate and you, you know you get a gym membership or, you, or you're working out together I think that there's great value in that because you know yourself you can push yourself, but it's always even it's always better when there's somebody by your side or there's two or three people and you and you're doing it together and you're challenging each other. So, you know, again, I think it's great that you shut it down for a week, you know, take a week to kind of, you know, rest your body and rest your mind and then and then come back at it and, and, you know, get after it. So, you know, hopefully a lot of our kids are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry. I went I went strict football coach mode on you. Sorry.
0: Hey, Depart- was, I know
1: departmentally. I- Yes, it, I, we, we but I know. Where, I
0: know where you're at. I know where you're at, Coach. I know where you're I at. Listen, you're, you're, full, you're, you're full on football. I get you. I got you. <laughs> close
1: it. The, nothing June, wrong with that. June twentieth comes. You close you close the door in one year, and you know, yeah. it's football mode. So, uh, right but no, and I know a lot of our kids are working out with other, you know, with other kids, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I hear it all the time. So that's a good thing for every sport. Yeah. Um, get out, go do something.
0: You know. Yeah, even, you have to. Even you my own to. child
1: is out here, out there, starting to get ready, running around the neighborhood and stuff. So,
0: Right, right. How So here's a question for you because I, I have a – I wouldn't say a philosophy, but I have a thought on this. What, how, how young do you think is too young to, to – to, I don't want to say workout because I know, again, you don't belong pushing weights around until you're a certain age. But how young is too young to start training your body?
1: <sighs> Depends what kind of training – you know what I mean? Like you said, you don't yeah. want to be slamming weights around at 10, 11 years old. Not right. Not anything heavy. You can start doing some light technique exercises and such. Um, yeah. Running will never hurt you. I mean, think about it. You play sports, you run. I go yep. back to, you know, the Pop Warner days of same thing. Being out in the neighborhood, running by myself. You know, um, things like that. I don't think that it. You know that eleven, twelve. 13 year old Mark, where you're a year or two from high school. It's about time to start working on your agility, mm-hmm. your cardio, because the jump to a varsity sport from rec and AAU is is an immense jump. Yep. Um, especially in the in speed, pure speed, but in speed of the game. Right. Things start moving a lot quicker. And when you can slow them down, you know, and that has to start physically, and then you can work on the mental part of it. As far as right. actual lifting weights, you know, I didn't really push Dylan on any of it. And he actually came to me and wanted to do more till eighth grade. You know, I just don't, the body, kids' bodies are developing and, and whatnot. So I right. don't want them slamming around heavy weights. You can teach them technique and do some light stuff, but I don't, for me, that's just my personal philosophy that any earlier than that yeah. is just not necessary.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm i'm with you on that i'm you know i'm 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 you know doing the, the thought of you know do do i start with rubber bands with the kid you know what i mean do you start doing some rubber band or something because they've you've got the heavy you've got the light and you've got the 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 very mild so right. you know just 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 for form just for you know what i mean like so we may do some of that this summer um it works for tom brady so you know it's true it's true you know it's hey whatever
1: you know during during the the covid times i did a have a whole workout plan that's just body weight exercises no no equipment needed so
0: yeah yeah Um, which is great
1: for every muscle group you know
0: yeah can't go wrong
1: pushing your own body weight around
0: yeah I mean listen and in our age you don't want to do much more than your own body weight however (laughs) I have seen however I have seen you deadlift you know four plates on either side you know just uh just to prove a point but you know we don't need five plates Jesus man come on don't 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 undercut me come on now i i will i i saw four but if it was five i i believe you i believe you (laughs) i'm just kidding yep no five so coach i again listen you know when we talk about a lot of different things this is a non-political show we don't talk politics but we do have to talk about what's going on out there in the world Mm. um you know it's it's everywhere in the news i got up this morning i'm watching and you know you got Roe v. Wade overturns. There's protests everywhere. Um, you know, we're, we're living in a different time. You know what I mean? We just came off of, you know, who would have ever thought we'd, we would ever use the words pandemic. I mean, we've been living that for, a, for a, you know, a couple of years now. And, you know, uh, we, we're dealing with a potential recession on the way. You've got uh, gas prices through the roof, groceries are through the roof. And now we look at this and, and you know, when I look at it and I go, Yep, the Supreme Court, it's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like anything else. It, it all depends on who's on what committee, right? So like in life, if you've got a committee of people that see things one way, you can you can push an agenda through. If you've got other people who have an, have an agenda, then they can push it through. Um, this is uh, a very interesting time in our lives, to say the least.
1: I'm going to try to keep this as non-political as possible.
0: Uh, That's the same. Had
1: a good conversation with a friend last night about it. He said a a, a few things. One of which that stuck with me. (laughs) Part of the problem is, part of the thing this country was based on was the separation of church and state. And those lines are blurred, and that's a scary thing, uh, given this current, you know, decision made recently. Um, But I, (laughs) and again, not to be politically charged, but it's a little off the cuff, but you had sent me a Portnoy, a Portnoy you know, a yes. Portnoy press conference yesterday.
0: Yes, yes uh, I did. Which I found
1: genius, you know, and he he leans one one way, but sides with the other in a lot of cases. And yeah, he, he says that, that the majority of the American people, I think, feel the same way he does. And I think he's right. You know, I think. Yeah, I do, too. We have this broken old system. That's two hundred and fifty years old that we're relying yep. on a document that hasn't gotten a lot of uh you know, a lot of focus and, and rewriting over 250 years. Are we still gonna be referencing that in 2020 seventy five <laughs> or whatever? You know what yeah, I mean? Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: What are, what are we doing when there's so much negativity going on financially and stability wise and yeah this is the stuff where we're putting our, our people through just doesn't make sense to me. Like our priorities are off. Yep. Um, and, and, yep. and, you know, I, I, I look at, you know, I go back to it whenever things like this happen, I try to think about my child and like yep. his thoughts and, and where he goes with it and to sit there and have the conversation with him. Like <laughs> when stuff like this happens or stuff happens in your life, you have to be able to prioritize and really look at what's happening and go after what counts and how you can make a positive impact. And, and I don't know right. that everyone's looking at that in the same way. How yeah. is that for as not political as possible?
0: You did a nice job dancing around it as, as I tried as well. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, just, I just look at like a lot of things that are going on in the world. And, you know, again, uh, you know, Captain Positivity, you know, you try to focus on, you know, the good, you try to focus on you know, finding the best in people and and, and a lot of it gets blurred because there's so much of, like you said, there's so much agenda being pushed and so much negativity out there that we got to find a way. And I don't know that there's any one person out there that can bring everybody back together because the beliefs are so far apart, so far apart. And, you know, you've got something that that was in place for 50 years and, and because you've changed justices on the Supreme Court, Um, out of necessity, out of, out of, you know, uh, people passing that now, you know, you got people making ultimate decisions that affect thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Um, You know, that, that, that vote, you can't take lightly. I mean, it, it affects everybody. You know, we, you and I talk about like statewide sports and stuff. Yeah, that was a big deal. This is, this is like off the charts big time, you know? So again, committees people people within within power make decisions you just hope that they think of the ramifications and the and the people that it affects
1: right yeah For sure i mean and these aren't elected officials these are appointed officials Uh just scary to think just scary and then you know we're two years a year and a half away from the political machine of a of a presidential election you know right that could be a Major ordeal going
0: forward. Yeah, it was, it was the last time, right?
1: Forward. Right. Yep. So Yep. scary, scary thought. And all us people stuck down here in the middle that aren't, you know, one way or the other or not that not one way or the other, but really don't have much of that say but to get
0: out and vote. and
1: Scary, scary to think yeah. where we're headed,
0: you yeah. know. I think if you you look back things are things are a lot different than when we were you know Dylan and Hudson and Jackson's age you know what I mean there's certain things that you worry about now that you, you never gave a second thought to before you know what I mean it's you know yeah you know, I I just I just look at it and I go man it's a tough it's a tough time to be raising kids you know what I mean because you want them to you want them to you want to provide them with the best possible you know experience and whatnot but there's these 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 outliers out here that you just kind of want to you know shut off if you can't and it's not easy to do it's not easy to do it's every time you turn on the news there's something going on it's horrifying it's absolutely horrifying. yeah
1: it's a horrifying time to,
0: to be a kid yeah yeah well listen on a positive note all right let's flip the script here let's talk about you know what you we first of all you know you got you got a great ensemble on today there uh and i, I definitely want to talk about the socks because uh you know turn on sports center and, and there they are you know uh Playing, playing fairly well. Second,
1: your second place Red Sox. Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, like a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how 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 bad they were.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the same same thing I've been saying. The lineup lineups hitting, you know. Yep, pitching. It's, it's going to come down to relief pitching. I, a couple of young kids that are uh, starting to pop up in the majors and whatnot. Yep. Let's see what happens. We will see what happens. Yep. And while you're at it, it sign Xander Boguts,
0: but that's besides the point. Nah. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen. Great. Great take. Uh. I yeah. I'd love to take in a game this summer, if possible. If I do, I gotta. I gotta be in the, the the grandstands. I gotta have that awning over me because you know, my forehead can't take you know, you know, not nine innings of that. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. You know. And I'll wear a hat too, coach. But you know, and I learned my lesson. I will not park on Ipswich Street. I learned oh, my lesson. That's. Okay. it's an
1: expensive parking
0: parking garage don't don't do it don't do it you know go down to the prudential and walk the 15 minutes of the park i'm not i'm not i'm not paying that 100 dollar ticket ever again i learned my lesson the hard way so yeah no listen fun to watch you know summer summer you know when you think of summer, you think of baseball uh you know especially you know being up that way and you know uh you know being at fenway there's nothing nothing quite like it you know um, what I did want to talk to you about is, is and again, I'm not—I'm the first one to say to you, I'm not an avid hockey fan. Okay, not an avid hockey fan. It's just not something I grew up on. Uh, but I—I am—I'm a—you know, being a sports guy that I am, and you know, um, series is tied. Series is tied, right? So you know, at this point now, anything's possible. Um, what, what's your take on that game?
1: Uh, go Avalanche, man! I've Been saying it mm-hmm. all along. Not... Yeah, I've been saying it from the jump. You know, yep. Avalanche are a really good team. Yeah. But, I mean, they came out swinging early. Tampa fought back. They had a little, you know, it's almost like a heavyweight fight, heavyweight fight at yeah. this point. A little, you know, a couple of haymakers early. early. Yep. Now it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. What well, was last night's game, a one-goal game? I mean, I think they're, they're fighting, fighting it out. I'd love to see, you know, the Avalanche win. Tampa's scary. Yeah. Tampa is scary. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could go either way. I mean, and for me, being a non, um, I wouldn't say non, I would say just a you know, casual watcher. I obviously yeah. will watch the game. I mean, you have to, right? You have to. But not so casual when you talk about heavyweight fights. Um, I, I want you to mark it on your calendar. Coming up very, very soon, okay, there will be Ric Flair's last match, okay? And after this match, there'll probably be another last match. Well, yeah. Because, it, you know, he's retired like 17 times um but they're also going to do a roast they're also going to do a roast God. and i think and i think the roast could be just as good if not better than the match itself yeah absolutely so uh, i don't know what it is it's probably 1995 i don't know you know i mean you know you remember those old days? What you,
1: 74 where you been 1599 this isn't Listen,
0: 1989 all been, bro <laughs> all i'm gonna say is is You know what, you know, an hour after it, you can probably watch it on YouTube. But that being said, I will, I will watch it. I will watch it. Being a huge Nature Boy fan myself. That guy, you know what, that guy, I want to say, he's probably, I don't know. You know, you know, when you, you know, when you put something in a jar, what do they call that? And they put like uh, ethanol around it and you can, you can, you keep it alive forever. That guy's probably done that to his insides. He's never, he's going to live. Yeah. He's going to live forever. He's gonna live forever, like it, but no, <laughs> he, no, he no, no. Teeth Richards Dr- yep. sucked
1: all his blood out, put new blood back in. Come on.
0: Oh yeah, listen, that's a yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. He's probably got one of those those cryo chambers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. going to get me one of those. going to get me one of those. Anywho, <laughs> listen, if I get it, you're invited. You come on over. We'll we'll enjoy. I like okay. It. I like it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing. Uh, uh, our service if we didn't talk about the Celtics, okay? I know the season's over. We haven't had a chance to talk about it since. I gotta tell you right now i I feel gut punched, okay, still to this day, just a major letdown when you talk about that last game, okay, the last game, they looked like the Celtics from two months ago. okay, that last game was pitiful. it was it was awful. I, you know if I'm gonna you know give you my best Steven A, it was terrible. It was terrible. They should be ashamed of themselves. I'm very upset uh, in the fact that they let they let the other team off the hook you know, a couple of games previous because they had they had that series won. They could have gone for the jugular and gone up on them and they and they let them off the hook. Warriors didn't win. The Celtics lost. Correct. That's the most disheartening
1: part of it all. Right. Like said, they let them off the hook. The Celtics lost that series.
0: That's right. They did. Put them a three two, coach. Could have gone up 3-2. And you know, you know, in the sports world, when you're up, you're in control. Of course. You're up. You're in control. If you're 3-2, you need to win one out of two games. But instead, you allow them to go up 3-2, and you know that you can't win two games.
1: No, they said it all along. They weren't winning game seven. They let it go seven. They weren't winning game seven.
0: No. Not at. No, it wasn't what a shame uh, for, for them to come as far as they did right to come as far as they did getting through all of those primetime teams. I mean I, I, and I said it right you know uh, it was all it was all bonus basketball it was gravy it was great stuff right We get to see the Celtics extend their season extend their season, but you get to the finals and you got to put your foot on the pedal. Jason Tatum evaporated right you didn't you didn't see him when you needed him right you know you uh, we talk about Grant Williams who I love. Played great in the first two series, kind of disappeared in, in in the last one. You didn't really see you know him do much other than rebound. Uh, you know, it, it, to me, everybody wants to say, oh well, you know, you look at Tatum and you look at Brown and you look at people you know similar to them when they won championships. You know, they're a year or two away. I I, I don't buy that because when you're in that situation, the the objective is to win now. Oh, you, you can't you can't say, oh well, you know, when I'm 29, I'll I'll win one. You may not get there. And I, that,
1: I was just going to mention that I have mixed feelings about that that thought. Because, yes, if you line Tatum up against LeBron at this age in the NBA finals, it played simil- very similar, except LeBron didn't turn over the ball eight million times. Um, all that yeah. stuff. And it's a difficult league to play in. I mean, God, the Warriors have those veteran guys who have been there done that. I get all that. But yep. that all sounds like moral victories for me. And moral victories are just not it. They're not at a at a professional level, you're getting paid to win. Yes. Like right. you said, to get that far and to lay an egg when it mattered the most is hard to swallow. So like you said, who knows? You nothing's guaranteed. You don't know that you're gonna right. get there again right. ever. Right. You know, congrats, you got there at twenty four and twenty five. Congrats, that's cool. So what? Right. No, no
0: promises, you get there again in the next ten years. Well, what did I say to you last last year about Phoenix? Right. You got uh-huh. you got there. You got there. You needed to win, and you didn't. And and where were they this year?
1: They, they, they were
0: They weren't. They weren't out. When, they weren't in the finals. So you know, I mean, opportunities. You know, don't just show up at your doorstep you know what i mean like when you're there you got to kick down that door and say hey this might be our only chance to ever do this now that being said i like their team i like where they've come um you're right jason tatum uh didn't show up and he turned the ball over like it was his job uh you know again high profile player uh standout he could have put his exclamation point on the fact that he's the uh, a top five player he didn't he still got. He still got a lot more to prove.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I've been hyping him up for the past two years uh-huh. and all, but yeah, it's tough to see. It's tough to see him. He wasn't playing his game. I feel like he's significantly better than what the final showed. Yeah, yeah. Right. Dude, just pull up and take the mid-range jumper off the elbow. You had it. You're taller yeah. than everybody on the floor. I just don't. Yeah. Anywho, anywho, anywho. Moving on. They got a solid draft pick. Yeah. So we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you that what I think is going to happen in the offseason, but.
0: Yeah. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And everybody oh, else wants to hear it too. As,
1: as much as he's been a hard Celtic for a long time. I think Marcus Smart is going to get moved.
0: I I agree with that. I, and you don't want to know what I'll tell you this and I'll tell you why he's going to get moved because you can get more cash for him now that he was a defensive player of the year, so now he's of great value. Um He's a chip. He and listen, I love Marcus, but he he's, also he also had some problems in that finals that 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 were unacceptable. Um, you know, so I don't know what they're going to get for him. But didn't he just sign a deal? You know, any deal can be broken. We know that. But didn't he just sign up? Well, it was a four-year deal, something like that. But they have a non—they have trade exceptions and stuff.
1: He's going to get traded. He's going to get moved. You have yeah. Derek White who. Yep. is essentially an off-brand version of Marcus Smart. It's not as good a defender no, a, like
0: you can handle. And... There's a guy who stepped up. There's a guy oh. who, you know, you oh. and I were talking. I mean, I think I want to say about 10 episodes ago, he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn door. Yeah. And, you know, and, and get him in the finals. And he's dropping threes. He's hitting shots. He's all over the place. I like his brand of basketball because he's multifaceted. He doesn't just pull up for the three. He's gonna shake and bake, get to the basket, and he plays good defense. Again, to your point, Popovich guy. Yep, yep. Adoka.
1: That's it all goes together. He just gotta do yep. something about that hairline. My boy looking like yeah. he's always surprised,
0: but that's yeah. That's another that's who am I to talk about hairlines, right? Um, listen, comb it, comb it, up like this, like this. Just it's <laughs> nothing to comb guy. It's a dog. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just working my it way it there. Don't, I figure do if it. I if I if I keep it here, it just it just it just just you know takes away from the from the top. You can't just keep tell it growing upward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could do that, but wait, you know, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I've never been a hat guy, right? And I, I'm going to tell you why. Okay, in my youth, in my youth, I had a great head of hair, and and I don't say that lightly. And I'm not I, again, I'm not, I wouldn't use the word great, but I'm telling you, for me, great head of hair. Okay. As you get older, you know, you, you know, you try to do what you can do. And then I, you know, I get up in the morning and I go, I'm going out, put on a hat. i am putting on a hat. For all the youth out there, coach, for all the youth, I'm going to tell the youth this. Okay. If you got a good head of hair, protect it. Okay. (laughs) Don't be, don't be putting all kinds of product in your hair. Okay. Don't, don't be, don't be hair spraying it. Don't be mousing it. Don't be gelling it. Okay. Very little, very little product. And as soon as you think, that you've got a little bit of an issue start with the road game don't waste the time get on that
1: <laughs>
0: get on that oh, listen to me i'm telling you i'm telling you these are, i'm spitting i'm spitting the wisdom here for the young people take care of your head
1: I've got nothing to say I shaved my head once <laughs> at 21 and never came back
0: so no. <laughs> here we yeah are. well here we are i did it i did it once in my in my my 30s and i'll never do it again it yeah. did come back it did come back god bless you kind of no. kind of anyway talking about t- talking about the, the the youth and 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 whatnot seeing a huge difference in our business uh than i've ever seen before right so there's a whole there's a whole youth movement right and i think that it's across the board whether it be teaching whether it be officiating or whether it be coaching there's a huge gap there's there's a there's a a younger group coming in right out of college right and then there's you know the rest of us who have been doing it for a while and you've got some others that have been doing it for a really long time right but there doesn't seem to be much in between um you know so when I look at like, you know, the, the youth movement, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think that there's a lot to be learned over the, the initial years of coaching. Right. So the, the point is, this is that you cut your teeth um, through experience and, 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 you know, being involved and, and, and working with it with the younger kids. And that's where you can kind of cultivate your process and, uh, you know, move yourself along to get to the next level. Right. I think there's something to be said for. Uh, quote-unquote, paying your dues. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we've all done it. And I I look back
1: on my sub-Varsity coaching years as some of the best and difficult times. Um, right. And I'd be nowhere near the person I am, per, overall person I am, without going through those years. Right. Of You know, the, 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 the level of pressure is different than being a head coach. The Correct. level of of attention to certain things is totally different uh-huh. um, i think sometimes people take for granted what a head coach actually does it's a lot yes. less x's and o's and game management than it is an actual management of a company or a you know an organization more so right um, right those those subversity years, man that's where you get the the bulk of your X's and O's you get the bulk of that managing kids and understanding and motivating and seeing, learning what the big picture looks like because you're still reporting to someone, but you're on your own. You have a, a little bit of right. autonomy. It's uh, something yep. that I reflect back on and loved my time, you know, Same. I Same. freshman, I did freshman world. I did JV world, you know, in multiple yep. sports. It's, Right. It's just what you do. Um, You know,
0: I I just can't I can't look back on those years more positively than I do. You know? Yeah. And I think they shape you and they help they help (laughs) you form, you know, form your philosophy as a coach. I mean, I, you know, I know myself that, you know, and I I say this and, you know, I don't want it to be misconstrued. But when I when I coached JV basketball for an extended period of time, I treated that program as if it was a varsity program. Correct. Right. Because those kids were one step away and you needed them to be ready to get the call or, you know, and, and you as a coach, it's, it's, it's fulfilling when you've worked with a kid for 12 or 13 games, he gets the call and he goes up and he makes an impact that that's validation that you did your job as a coach and doing right by that kid. But I also I also looked at it as um, and I know you're no different. The pressure wasn't on you as a JV or a freshman coach. You put that pressure on yourself. Correct. You put the pressure Absolutely. on yourself Absolutely. to be to be to be good at what you do, to provide the kids with a quality experience, to to you know really cultivate that culture of of winning and success and you know positivity. Um, and I think those I think a lot of those things are learned. And, and I say it all the time: you need great quality people to work with some of the younger kids because those kids are gonna matriculate up. And they're gonna, and they, and they need to be a part of the system. Um, so I, I find great value in, uh, you know, one paying your dues, and two, you know, doing a great job at, at the, at the freshman and the JV level.
1: Yeah, you know, it makes me think about, you know, the guys I coach football with, for instance. Hey, we're back in the football season, coach. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, those guys. I have two young alumni coaching freshmen. Yep. Who, it's a beautiful thing because. You know we're at i'm at the point of my career now where they're using my language these are guys i impacted I that's a beautiful that. thing that like you said they're cutting their teeth at the freshman level they're falling in love with coaching you know and it's a beautiful thing to watch and you know your your, your program is getting the right message and what you taught to these guys um but then i look at you know the assistant varsity assistant coaches they've all held every position under the sun you know, yep. well, I think the greatest high school football coach I've ever met, Coach Franklin, never been a head coach. Never been a head coach. Smartest football Imagine. mind I've ever met. Didn't yep. did, didn't want that. Didn't want it. You know yep. what I mean? Just phenomenal coach, but he's yep. held every position. He's coaching college. He's coaching high school. Sure. You know, I look at, you know, so the other assistants on the staff. Boomer, my father, Brian, they've all done freshmen. They've all done JV. They've all done. in the servant's role that you know they they've they've done it all um yep that's exactly what you want is guys who are experienced and know how to work with kids and get the right message out there you know um and as a head coach you you value a, a assistant coach with experience
0: so much I agree with you. And I, and I think it's fulfilling, right? So like speaking from my own standpoint and yours as well, I mean, I, I don't mind speaking for you cause I know you feel the same way. I think it's fulfilling to enjoy the journey, right? To enjoy that journey and then look back at it and say, wow, you know, that was a great 10 year experience. That was a great 12 year experience and that helped me build to get to where I am now. Um, you know, but I think there's, I think, you know, when we talk about the youth movement, I think uh, it's a cultural thing where, where some of the younger people and not all of them, because I don't want to pigeonhole everybody into the same, you know, the same brush, but some people want everything, you know, right away. And it needs to happen now. And, you know, there's something to be said for that matriculation and that, and that moving forward, you you learn a lot, you learn a lot along the way. And, and, you know, I think it only makes you better.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I've actually had this conversation multiple times in the past few weeks about, you know, earning your stripes. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do just to keep a job or, you know, and we've both done it. (laughs) Yep. You know, I've lined fields when fields need to be lined or as an assistant coach, head coach needs this. I've, you know, cleaned bathrooms, whatever it took for me to keep my job and not just, not just in coaching, but in my career as well, Mm -hmm. whatever I needed to do to take the next step I was going to do to the best of my ability. And that, that, you know, it always came back to having a long term vision of where I wanted to be, where I thought my life was headed, and do everything I can to work in that direction, you know, right, um, right. Always, always moving forward in that direction, no matter what I needed to do to get it done. And you know, ups and downs of life have, have come and gone. And here I am, you know, I'm I'm, That's right. I'm 20 years from retirement, working at, you know, what I love to do. And I found a way to make it all possible for myself. Was it always easy? Heck no. Do I look back on what I went through and what, what I've done and I'm thankful for that journey and damn right. I am because it's made me who I am,
0: you know, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I agree with you, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where, you know, having been where we are for a long extended period of time, you've seen a lot, you've done a lot. Um, and, and we've had some great influences in our lives. Right. So, you know, to, to, to give a to give a big shout out, you know, um, KG, Kevin Gonzalez, you know, uh, he, he had his retirement the other day. Uh, you know, very, very blessed. I got an opportunity, you know, 24 years ago where, where Kevin, I answered an ad in the standard times, went down and saw Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. I cut my teeth coaching JV football. You know what I mean? And and, and was a varsity assistant for a long time. Um, which, you know, again, you know, you got affiliated with the, with the school and the, the sports program fell in love with what I saw and then started working in the building and then eventually, you know, parlayed that into a, you know, an assistance position through, through the discipline office. And then, you know, things, things take on a life of their own and, and, you know, you, you go for a bigger position and, you know, you land it, um, you know, but none of that happened overnight. Um, but, you know, very similar to, you know, to Kevin, he was given that opportunity um, many, many, many years ago, 30, 36, 38 years ago, very similar story. Started out coaching as an assistant, worked his way up, became a math teacher, and, and you know, ultimately, you know, retired as a math teacher. So, you know, we're in a great place. And I think that, you know, there is a great value in, you know, the people that we're around, uh, you know, paying it forward, uh, but certainly, certainly putting in your dues.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure.
0: You know, it's funny. Talk about Kevin.
1: people couldn't believe the other day when I was saying I was his water boy for his first season as head coach and for the first his first six six seasons as head coach you know um he gave my father a chance to coach and look how that's evolved and how it's impacted my life and right now my child's life and you know you can it's funny to go back to those types of experiences and watching that kind of growth and you know he was a young guy as a head coach and you know, but he had paid his dues as an assistant with Harry, and, yep. and you you find yourself in that type of that type of way and, and working at it. You know, the the same thing. The guy found a way to make a career work, didn't get to do what he loved. So, and he was gave a great amount of his his life to to our school, and you know, impacted so many. Yep,
0: Did, I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it. You know, you know, for a long time. But he laid a, a great blueprint for me. Because yeah. there's, there's a there is a very there's a very similar story along the line there. Uh, so I certainly don't teach math. Let's let's call that what that <laughs> is. But um, but he laid a, he laid a great blueprint. You know that you know what perseverance. Um, you know structure. You know going to chase the paperwork. What you know it. it, it there's no timetable in in you know um, in what you need to do. But you know you do know that you need to get it done. Uh, and it happens along the, along, the, along the way somewhere, and you know, couldn't ask for two better guys, you know. Between him and Harry, and you know, certainly, hopefully, we can uh, we can help fill that void of you know of the, their retirements, and you know, and move some things forward as well. So, absolutely, good stuff, good stuff. So, listen, Coach. Here we are. I just want to throw this back out there that if you need a guy, we got the best guy. You need to reach out to Russ Kutchelly, Capman Sports in Fairhaven, first class. He will hook you up ruska turley the cat man 508 99 666 and if you need help fundraising for your team or your school look no further gold athletics is the premium fundraising company that meets all of your needs gold athletics has all different kinds of fundraisers that will certainly fit those needs don't just take our word for it ask anyone who's used gold athletics gold athletics the only way to fundraise coach hard to believe hey here we are you know an hour goes by fast when you're having fun We'll be back again next week. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you again soon.